This is the Forex Q&A podcast. This is VP, professional Forex prop trader here in the United States, answering your user-submitted Forex questions every Monday morning. Now, if you'd like to ask me a question, here's what you do. You go to nononsenseforex.com slash askvp. There's going to be a form. You fill out that form and ask me anything you want. As long as it's Forex trading related, I will get back to you within 48 hours. And then your question just might make an episode of the show. Who knows? We are in episode 19, and I think it's about time I gave a big shout out to the people on my email list. Uh, I get the question quite a bit, actually. I said, well, why do you have an email list if you're not selling anything? Well, Mr. Cynical, Mr. One-Dimensional Thinker, Mr. Short-Sighted, there's a lot of reasons why you would have an email list even if you don't have a product to sell. So if you guys don't know, uh, if you ask me a question or if you fill out a little tiny form I have on nononsenseforex.com, you end up on my email list and if you are on there, you will get videos before other people do. And the videos are typically a little trick that you can use to greatly increase your gains in Forex trading. And those videos will be released to the general public months down the road, but you always get first crack at them. And uh, it's nice too because I don't spam. I if you if you get something once a month from me, that's a lot. Um, people usually get impatient with me because I don't send them stuff often enough. But I tend to try and go for quality over quantity, so that's why I do that. But uh, but yeah, the email list is a good place to be, and the benefit I get from it. There's a lot of benefits actually. Let me just kind of list them off to you in my head here. Um, it's interesting when you have a group of people that know that you have their back. They know you have their best interests in mind. They tend to have your back too. And that's great because, for example, anytime the website or anything has a little bit of a glitch to it or there's something wrong, uh, they'll point it out. <laughs> Somebody within my entire email list will send me an email and say, hey, look, did you know your website has this little problem with it? And typically I already know. I'm on the website every day for the most part. And I have a pretty good understanding of SEO and of WordPress and things like that. But every once in a while, there's things I don't catch. And I would have never known about these things had somebody else not have pointed it out. And you guys know how competitive I am and how I just want to crush all that awful competition that's out there. So little things like that go a long way because if you don't see those things and you let them slide, they can turn into big things later. So that's one benefit. Uh, another benefit is just by having all of these people corresponding with you, opportunities tend to pop up. If you can establish yourself as an expert in your field and you have an open communication with people, good things are typically going to come your way. Um, so I've gotten quite a few offers for different things, whether it's actual help with my site or it's speaking engagements or a chance to work on other projects. I've gotten quite a few offers in a very short amount of time. Now, I have turned down all those offers for now. It's uh, nothing personal. It's just that I have a pretty decent idea what I want the next two or three months to look like from my end, and there's just no real space for anything else. But my list is only a few hundred deep right now, and so if opportunities like this are coming in now, you know, as it grows and grows and grows, um, there's, there's going to be more, and that's great. Having other options has nothing but upside, whether you choose to utilize those options or not. So let's see what else. Oh, big one, really big one. Um, this is a month ago, so I've already forgotten about it. But there have been two different attempts that we have seen uh, of other websites trying to plagiarize my material. Big mistake. Like I said, I have hundreds of eyes out there, and they will let me know if somebody is trying to benefit from all the hard work that I've put in. 
Now, those two websites have already gotten a notice, and they have taken the plagiarizing material down, which was smart, because I do have the resources to come after you if you don't. Uh, But let's be honest, nobody wants to have to take that step. So because we were on it so fast, we were able to zap it right away, and now it's not a thing anymore. But I would have never been aware to any of those things had I not have other people already looking out for me. And if that was the only benefit I ever got out of having an email list, that was well, well worth it. Just those two occasions alone. So a big shout out to those two people, too. You know who you are. Not the two people who were plagiarizing me. The two people that had pointed it out. Um, but that's not even probably the biggest benefit. The biggest benefit, personally, that I've gotten from it is uh, a couple months ago, actually, somebody asked me about an indicator that I'd never heard of. So I went and checked it out, and I did a little bit of work. And it turns out it really wasn't that great. But that indicator indirectly led me to another one, just because I was curious. And that indicator turned out to be so remarkably accurate that there is a chance, I'm, I'm forward testing it now on demo like you're supposed to, there is a chance it might actually replace an indicator that is already in my algorithm right now. And if that little tweak, that little change can lead to a few hundred pips per year, uh, then down the road, that is gigantic. That is a benefit I would have never, ever had otherwise. So for all you cynics out there that only are able to think inside the box and don't think there's any benefit to having an email list if you're not selling anything, uh, you are wrong. The benefits to me having a list already have paid for itself 50 times over. So yes, we need to get into the question. But yeah, big shout out to my email list. You guys keep being you and I will keep doing what I can to send you really cool stuff. So it's the 4X Q&A podcast, boys and girls. It is time to get to the question for episode 19. And the question comes from Nogis from Lithuania. It does not say the city. Um, but And I will read it to you just as he asked me. He asks, can I use oil to find better price for Canadian dollar? So if anybody is confused over what he's asking, um, usually, depending on where you learned how to trade Forex, most of us learn that there are things called currency correlations. Now, when I say currency correlations, I don't mean how different currencies correlate to each other. That's going to be another video or another podcast. I mean how they correlate to other markets, to other actual commodities. And the two largest ones are gold and oil. The idea is if you can somehow figure out where oil is going, you can better have an idea of where the Canadian dollar is going. Because Canada has tons and tons of oil in their country, and it's one of their biggest exports. And the same thing with gold as it relates to the Aussie dollar. Now, to me, there's a third one that most people don't talk about, and that is the Nikkei index. Um, If you follow that, it often follows the same path as the dollar-yen. And so the big question here is, can we use one to better predict the other? Is one of these going to be that canary in the coal mine that lets us know where the other might be headed? And so typically we play short answer, long answer here, but there's really only one answer. Uh, And that answer is it cannot really help you at all. This is not one of those things that just really don't work except for this one part, kind of like the Heiken Ashi video I just did. This is one of those things that you just really need to eliminate all together. At the end of the day, it's really nothing more than a fun fact. Believe me, I have put in the work. I was really hoping that there was a way to have one predict the other, no matter which way it was. But there's just not, for a couple reasons. One, usually they move in tandem with each other. So trying to get an early indicator of where another one is going to go just doesn't work. 
And then two, a lot of times they don't even correlate. They'll correlate for a while and then they'll stop and then they'll start up again. And you never know when those changes are going to happen. In the case of gold and the Aussie dollar, it hasn't correlated in a while. Go look at an Aussie dollar chart and then go look at a chart XAU slash USD, which is the chart for spot gold. Uh, They look nothing alike. Now, on the metals front, you guys know I trade metals as well. Um, (laughs) You guys have all seen the economy falling apart, right? In a very, very short amount of time. We don't know if this is the big one or not, but it fell a lot this week. Um, It erased months and months worth of gains that it already had at least in the United States economy, at least in the S&P 500. Now, gold and most precious metals are supposed to be this great hedge against a falling economy. And I think long-term, it certainly will be, especially if this one really crashes hard. I personally don't think it's going to happen without some kind of really big catalyst. Um, It was the housing crisis before. It was the dot-com crash before that. There needs to be one major event that's really going to set all of this off. I mean, the symptoms are all there. Debt, interest rates, the fact that a lot of these stocks just went up on air. I mean, it's all a really bad recipe for disaster, but you still need that one catalyst. You need that one match to be lit to initiate that fire. So without it, I don't think this drop is going to be the big one. But if it is, you can bet most of your precious metals are going to gain in value quite a bit. But something really funny happened when this huge drop happened this week. Gold had a little bit of a spike up, and then it did nothing. The economy kept falling down, 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 and gold had that one little boost up and then just sat there. So you had that initial rush away from the stock market and into precious metals and then nothing. But even things like that, that are almost surely bound to happen, didn't really happen when we thought it was going to. Again, long term it might, but to all the people holding metals right now, this is a little bit of a surprise and not a pleasant one. So you just really don't know and these correlations really can't help you at all. And so my answer might be kind of a bummer, but look at it this way. You guys remember the elimination video I did. If you have things that are holding you back, or if you're focusing all your attention on things that don't matter and can't help you, there's no way you can go forward. And so worrying about how all these currencies correlate to the price of X, you can stop worrying about it altogether. You never have to worry about it again, because in the end, it cannot help you. So I hope you guys see the value of podcast episodes like this one and videos like uh, the RSI indicator, which I pretty much spent 20 minutes telling you how terrible it is and how you should never use it. They're not the most exciting because you can't just extract something from it and go use it right away and start making pips, but they are crucial because if you are sitting there stuck thinking that these things actually work and can help you, you're never going to be able to fully focus on the things that actually can help you. So videos and podcast episodes that focus on elimination are crucially important. Now, the trading video that I have an idea for next Thursday is something that you can actually use right away. It's more of a clarification on something that I have mentioned before, and that's all I'm going to say about that. But stay tuned for that one on Thursday. And uh, before we go, just a big shout out to those of you on Google Podcast. We have seen a nice little increase in that ever since I took the time to actually put the podcast on there. So Google Podcast Nation, we see you. And another option for some of you out there that don't have an actual podcast player that you like is, uh, I've learned this over time from people on the list, that a lot of people enjoy just listening to the podcast on the website. You can go to nononsenseforex.com slash forex dash podcast, and you can listen to the entire podcast right from the website. And I even asked a couple of these people who were 
telling me this. I said, why do you do it that way? That's actually kind of unusual. I know I have it there for, for that reason, but why do you choose that over other methods? And uh, their answers warmed my little heart. The two people I, I was talking to about this both said, well, because the blog is right there and we go straight to the blog after the podcast. Yes, that is what you are supposed to do. And why is this? Because the blog has things I don't talk about on the podcast. I do the blog after I shoot the podcast, and it never fails. I always think of things that I should have put in the podcast but forgot to, and that ends up on the blog. Also, there are things that are better explained if you have a visual in front of you, whether it's a table or a picture or anything I can convey to you over the podcast or in a video even, something that's just better off in written form. The blog is right there for you. And that's how I know who my real nerds are. That's how I know who the people that really have a great chance to become something in this business are. The people who really take the time, absorb the information I'm putting out there in any way possible. They're saying, I don't just want to hear the information. I want to actually see the information too. I want to be able to read it at my own pace and apply it the way I want. And that's where that blog comes into play. Now, the last two podcast episodes did not have blogs because I just didn't see a real need for it, um, but this episode's will, and every video does, and most of the podcasts going forward probably will as well. But just remember, traders, this is a 4 to $5 trillion a day market. It is not set up for people like us to just come in and take money from it all the time. People who come in and just take bits and pieces out of my material and try to apply it are not going to be happy with the results they get. Now, this is not some four-year course from a university, you know, far from it, but it's like anything else in life, traders. You get out of it what you put into it, and you have to ask yourselves, how much do I want to get out of it? And if the answer is a lot, well, then you know what to do. You need to absorb as much of this material as you can, take notes where necessary, back test, forward test, find those indicators, put in the work, traders, go get it. <laughs> 